0: Should vegans exclusively only date other vegans? That's what we're asking in the first episode of The Vegan Pod for 2022. Hello and welcome. I'm your new host, Francine Jordan. And as you may have heard in the introductory episode, I'm the media and PR officer for The Vegan Society. I'm so excited to be kicking off the latest installment of the Society's podcast. It's going to cover everything vegan related from health and environmental issues to nutrition, discrimination and education. And we want to hear from you along the way too. But to kickstart the series and with Valentine's Day fast approaching, we thought what better topic to discuss than vegan dating Please note, the phrase both genders is used during this recording, but the Vegan Society recognises that there are more than two genders. And to deep dive into this further, I'm joined by two brilliant guests. First up, we have Lewis Foster, founder and CEO of Grazer, the plant-based connection app, and Clara Hermit, self-love and confidence coach and BBC Radio 1 presenter. Thank you both for joining me.
1: Thanks for, Hi. Thanks for having us.
0: Lewis, let's start with you. Um, very easy question to begin with. How long have you been vegan? And kind of how would you describe your vegan journey so far?
2: So I've been vegan over 10 years. Um, so I went vegan. Uh, I was in, living in East London at the time. And yeah, I was at university and I started learning about our food system. Um, and I went vegan pretty quickly. I first went vegetarian, weekday vegetarian, vegetarian, and vegan. Um, but I actually went vegan with my partner at the time, so I had someone to delve into that lifestyle with, um, and I think that was really important for me, especially at that time because I didn't have any vegans in my network at all. Um, so that was like a little bond that I could, um, you know, delve into that whole lifestyle and learn how to cook and stuff like that. Because at that time as well there wasn't many places to eat um mm. and things weren't labeled very well so uh it, that definitely helped helps me a lot
0: that's really similar I think Cara didn't about you but I went vegetarian first um weirdly was also living in East London shout out East London for converting <laughs> lots of vegans um were you vegan first uh, were you vegetarian first or was it like an overnight Hi. thing or
1: yeah, for me, it was, I was living in East London, <laughs> but, the continues. but um, for me, it was like someone just flicked a switch. And so it happened overnight. So I went from being a meat eater to being a vegan. There was a period of time where I guess I just stopped eating meat. I didn't say to anyone, I'm changing my diet. I didn't do anything. I just didn't want to eat it anymore. And I, um, I'd been, as I said, I'd been a meat eater, but I lost um, my mum and my sister to breast cancer and I had decided to have preventative surgery because I carry the BRCA1 gene mutation and one of the things that kept coming up was this idea of a plant-based diet being healthier and then at the time I was surrounded by people who were vegan so I was working out with a boot camp and the guy that ran it was vegan and then we'd go and eat at like vegan places so this was like seven years ago um, and it just changed my perception of what a vegan was because I think up until that point I thought like middle-aged white guy dreadlocks hemp trousers Absolutely. and then you know spending time with all of these people it just blew my mind and I I didn't know what veganism was or what a vegan diet was up until that point point. and once I was around all of those people and once I started to see what was possible with food and I think I had a bit of a um um kind of an awakening in terms of my my relationship with with animals and and kind of I guess just taking the blinkers off For me and realizing what my actions and my choices meant um so yeah it was literally like someone turned a light switch off and it was just done
0: yeah yeah i think both of you have kind of touched on it the vegans that you meet can have a really important impact so whether that is a partner or someone you meet kind of further down the line like for me it was my sister my sister went vegan first and so I had that kind of support system and you could just share things like you know where to get certain products from or which ones are better and things like that and yours was your the guy at boot camp how important do you think it is to have friends or partners or people like that for people who are Transitioning because it can be quite daunting at first. Um, you know, just things like Lewis, you mentioned checking labels and stuff like that. It becomes second nature and it's so easy now. But I think when you first do it, it's important to have like minded people around
2: you. I, I 100% agree. I think um, it was so important that, I mean, my ex, I, I no longer date that person I transitioned with. And we were so strong willed when it came to why we're doing what we're doing. And it took us being a bit brave in, in our social social circle, um, because my family definitely didn't agree with what I was doing, and and my friends didn't didn't understand either. And um, I mean, I, I remember actually the first the first Christmas I went vegan, I decided to do a little mini protest. So I, I only ate uh, pears for Christmas lunch. I just had a plate <laughs> for of pears, and my mum was like, "You have lost the plot. What are you? <laughs> <And> <laughs> what are you doing?" Uh-huh. Um, so it took. It took that kind of mentality for me to, to continue, but I do know from our research at Grazer that um, having a network around you is really valuable and not, um, you know, there's quite a lot of churn rate in the vegan community, people going vegan for a little bit, coming in and out, people who like the idea of being vegan but maybe um, don't have that network that can help support them and, and fall off the bandwagon. There's some stats stats that I have, actually. Um, 84% of vegans um, and vegetarians abandoned their diet. And in 2020, yeah, crazy, 56% of 16 to 29-year-olds tried a vegan diet in 2020 at some point. So imagine all those people who, you know, they've they've gone in and out of that lifestyle and maybe having people close to them who uh, are vegans as well could have... Um, help decrease that churn rate number and that's why i think community is so important for the vegan space and it's something that is kind of lacking at the moment and that's something that we're really trying to do with grazer is yes primarily we're dating but we're trying to build a network so that people feel like they have have support around them and can um, maintain that lifestyle i think you know we're kind of we're we're in a privileged position being in london Imagine what it's like being in the countryside or imagine what it's like being a completely different country where veganism is just emerging. Yeah. So that's where we are really trying to, to, to make a difference. Mm. Um, I know even so from that start, 84% of vegans that are sharing some in their diet, um, 63% of them said that they, well no, 84% of them said they weren't involved in the vegan community space right. at all. They didn't have anyone around them. Um, so I, I, think, I think community is so important for the success of, of veganism and, and the growth of it across the world.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I was just going to add, I think what you said Lewis there about taking for granted the fact that there's a vegan community because I live in London, you know, it makes it so much easier. However, during my time of being vegan, I have, I did live for three of those years in Essex. I also went traveling for 10 months in South America as well. Um, and yeah, I think sometimes it, it, it is to do with you getting properly um, kind of rooted and grounded into your veganism. And then it becomes so much easier. But I I suppose, those first kind of few months can be really tentative in terms of you know what your support system is what you're experiencing what what food you're able to get who you're able to have discussions with and all of those things can be really important my to be fair my family aren't vegan but they are very open minded i can have discussions with them and i think that actually if i look at my kind of friends and family my becoming vegan has impacted all of them in some kind of way, whether it's that they've gone vegetarian, whether it's that they've, you know, they've, they've changed their diet in some kind of way. Maybe they've, they've switched and they don't have dairy anymore, That they make, they have made small steps. And I think that, you know, obviously that's, great um and nice because it means that I don't feel like I have uh kind of, I'm not in a war with anybody um and I can talk to them with and then still be receptive and listen um in an ideal world I'd like to like click my fingers and all of them would be vegan but I understand that my own process it took me uh I'm trying to think how old I am now 31 years to reach that decision and And I think that, you know, sometimes we have to give people that chance and that time. But I think having people around you that are vegan is great or having people that are open minded enough so that when you want to go to a vegan restaurant or you're cooking vegan food for dinner, they're not like, oh, this would be really great. If only it had da, 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 or imagine if it just that that can kind of join you and enjoy, you know, the the enjoyable parts of, of being vegan, a.k.a. food. (laughs)
0: yeah because I think sometimes we maybe think oh we have to convert everyone but actually there's kind of power in the you know just chipping away at, at something you know i've got a friend who's doing veganry for the sixth year and i'm like the sixth, just stay vegan like and she's <laughs> like i know but each time i do what i stay a little bit more vegan so i think she's like you know done up till end of march or whatever it was and i'm like hopefully just just need to keep her keep her on board um Lewis i want to hear more about grazer like so was it the community aspect that kind of inspired you to to start it it
2: was actually i mean so i was a film director um and I was doing mostly music videos but I just kind of was encroaching into the commercial world and I got asked to pitch on a KFC ad and Mm -hmm. I was about yeah yeah (laughs) I was making a face yeah and I was I was at the time I was about five years five years into being vegan and I realized you know I've, I've progressed so far down my kind of um ladder of where i wanted to be and i realized when i got there actually i don't want to i don't want to promote something i don't believe in and so um I decided to completely quit film and I moved home and thought about something i wanted to do that was based on veganism and what was missing and one of the things that always came up and um, especially from women is that where are the vegan men how can i find a vegan partner and i thought it's, it's such a big problem that needs to be solved and the solutions that were, Around then, because there were a few uh, vegan dating apps, they were so uncool. <laughs> and um, my background is in design, and I just I thought I could bring something new to it because I think it's really important to have something that represents a new wave of veganism, which is, you know, as Clara was talking about, you know, uh, dreadlocks and and hemp trousers, and I I think those people are cool. As are cool, but there's a different. Culture now around veganism—it's—it's it's everyone. It's not just those stereotypes. And I wanted to bring something that was aspirational. So, um, yeah, I moved home and put all my savings into it because I just feel like it—it it needs to happen for not just for dating, but for veganism across the world. It, it can be such a good tool, and that's why we're positioning Grazer as not—not not a dating app but a networking app. Um, so, uh, yeah, we—we uh, we think we can have. Our, our aim is to have uh, an impact in accelerating vegan movement across the world.
0: Have you which, been invited to any vegan weddings yet, or?
2: Um, I've been invited to a baby shower.
0: Oh, nice! <laughs> oh. Yeah,
2: which I unfortunately couldn't couldn't make. Um, but we've had had a few vegan babies already. Okay, that's like
0: the ultimate marriages. success story. That is. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, and I I follow them on um, on Facebook as well. So every so often I get in my feeds get pictures of of their baby which is very cute
0: oh that must make you feel so good
2: yeah no it is amazing it's amazing I guess you don't really realize um the power of um apps you know Mm. the power of connecting people I think that's probably the biggest thing we've learned is you know connecting people can be so powerful not just creating you know um love and relationships in that way but you know friendships friendships change people's lives and Mm it's I feel yeah really inspired when I get out of bed and think about those those kind of things really it's really motivating for both myself and my co-founder Charlotte.
0: It's funny that you mentioned like kind of vegan dating apps not being very cool so I was in Australia and I'd only been vegan for a year and I just suddenly thought it would just be so much easier if I could just kind of find someone that was vegan purely just so that we you know you're starting off then with like basic kind of ethics and morals in kind of a similar similar place and I and I looked at a few and maybe this is just Australia but they were just they were awful <laughs> and I just am thinking like there isn't anything that cool and then I came back to the UK and actually met my now husband on Hinge and he wasn't vegan um, but he's since become vegan and it's such an interesting thing because obviously I liked him for lots of reasons outside of being vegan but now he is vegan I would say my life's definitely for purely selfish reasons much easier we can eat in the same restaurants we can just cook one dinner and things like that but do you think the way you date is different now that you're vegan or is it just exactly like do you just purely look for vegan apps do you just look for people that are vegan in their bio or do you just again like clara you mentioned it is it just about meeting someone that's open-minded enough that
1: would respect your lifestyle even if it's not exactly the same I think that I don't know if um, being vegan has changed the way I date. I think that my life experience and getting older has probably changed the Mm -hmm. way I date and what I want. And my ex-boyfriend actually was vegan, but our relationship was far from perfect. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it's kind of I think it for me personally, it's about the open mindedness thing is really important. If I was going to have a relationship with someone who wasn't vegan, I would need to know that they are open to veganism, open to trying new things. And there are two kind of rules that I have. One is that if I have children, they will be vegan. And the second is that if we live together, there will be no animal products Mm. in the house. So that's kind of like my rules. How did you introduce that though in the process? That's a good
0: question. (laughs) Quite early on, Um, are
1: you talking about
0: first date or like? Yeah, but it is—it's important if it's a non-negotiable. It is something that you kind of would need to say early on because Mm -hmm. you know the day they're moving in, if they're bringing
1: all sorts with them, and you're like, no, no, not in this house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think the open-minded thing is important because we, at the moment, we live in a world where, and I guess it's like, sometimes I'm in an echo chamber because I'm surrounded by lots of people who are vegan. So I think, yeah, it must be like at least 75% of the world that's vegan now. And then actually you realize that it's a really tiny percentage. And lots of people, I think when you have conversations with them about veganism, and I generally tend to let people ask me questions rather than trying to go at them because I've found that, that that doesn't necessarily work, um, that actually they just they just haven't ever thought about the world in that way. They're so conditioned and so programmed exactly like I definitely was at one point in my life that it just hasn't even been on their radar. And that programming and that conditioning starts when we're kids as well. So, you know, to to kind of get someone to question that or to look at that is, you know, kind of getting them to, to inspect their own foundations and the building blocks of their own foundations. And it can take time. So I think that I definitely, when I'm um, talking to people on dating apps, I tell them that I'm vegan, probably either I have it on my profile, which I've definitely done at times. I don't know if I have now, uh, but I will tell them really quickly that I'm vegan. um, And I will definitely on the first date talk about those non-negotiables or on the first conversation that I have with them, because if someone's going to be, and this has definitely happened to me so close to that, where they're like, nah, you know, I'd never stop eating meat, blah, 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 blah. Then there's no point. There's literally Mm -hmm. no point in us continuing and, I think for me, that's kind of where my line is. It's like, how do they, you know, deal with the fact that I've said I'm vegan? And that's literally all I'll say. And people's reactions can be really telling um, and, and just move forward from there. Like if they're going to be open-minded, then great. And if not, then great also, but goodbye.
0: There's a good stat actually from
1: 2020,
0: uh found that 41% of Brits are less likely to date someone if they list vegan on their dating profile. Um and I definitely had it on mine. And exactly like you said, it's almost like, well, they almost eliminated themselves because if they weren't open to it or they laughed or they sent me some, you know, classic vegan joke, then I was just like, well, I'm not interested anyway. So they kind of did me a favor. But Lewis, I'm interested from your perspective because to me and this is perhaps being a woman I think women are maybe slightly more open-minded or empathetic so not necessarily vegan but could understand why someone is versus the way men are how, how like what do you how do you find how do you find that
2: So so you're saying um
0: so I kind of use that as an example of you know I'll get men that if when I had vegan on my app or just come on with some joke or banter or like you know you must be missing out on this this and this I just don't know if women would have that negative reaction on an app but you might know otherwise Um,
1: well I've
2: I've I've used hinge being vegan and a lot of a lot of comments I wouldn't say a lot but I'd probably say maybe like one in a hundred profiles would have something about either their diet or don't date me if you're vegan so, really? it's, so it's definitely it's definitely prevalent um, with women as well. And so probably, I don't know, I imagine it's less com- confrontational, but there's definitely mm-hmm. is that divide. Um, you know, as we as you said, 41% of online days are put off from the word vegan on their profile. So I think that exists, um, you know, irrespective of gender. Obviously mm-hmm. there's, there's more women who are vegan and vegetarian, so probably less, less likely to happen. From a straight um, a male perspective, but it's definitely a, a problem for, for both both genders. And I, I think something that you mentioned, Clara, which I think for me is is a big sticking point is if I feel there's going to be friction with that part. With that part, and um, being open minded is fine, but if if I'm if I'm constantly having to explain myself or being dug out about something, even in like a jokey way, I don't know. Sometimes it can just feel too much, and I think. The friction is is the point to me, and um, I've dealt with that friction going vegan with all my friend group and stuff like that. I don't want my, I don't want to go through it again with a potential partner, um, or at, at least you know after after a certain period, I feel like things should start to flow. Um, it's, it's definitely dating a meat so It's not a it's not a deal breaker for me, but they have they would have to have that kind of criteria, and I'd much prefer obviously to start with a, um, getting someone who's either vegan, plant-based, or at least vegetarian. you're like vegetarian. If I'm getting vegetarian. I'm like, okay, okay. So there's a good chance here that I can convert this person or just slowly decrease the amount of cheese in the fridge or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's definitely a problem that exists for, for, for both genders, for sure.
1: I I think that the the thing that I'll say is, I I guess there is this kind of relationship between masculinity and the idea of eating meat, which that topic comes up quite a lot. And I think for that men seem to be more attached to it and I'm not I was the person with Lewis saying that I was the person my sister was vegetarian for years and she used to say to me Clara you love animals I can't believe that you still eat them and I would just say to, her, I'm never going to stop eating meat like that that was me and now I'm vegan so uh. you know, I do understand that it does go both ways and I think it was because she used to go on at me so much that in the end I just was like it made me kind of go the opposite way um, in a sense but yeah I think that there is this kind of idea with men and and also I don't know why people have the idea that you know that um or people will say that you know kind of the the jokes about vegans how do you know a vegan because they tell you within the first five seconds of you meeting them like all of that kind of stuff I just think it's it's there's a reason that you do that and there's stat about 41% of people you know not wanting to to date someone who's vegan I think that's great like to me that's really positive because it just means that you know like like you were saying that they're out the way like Mm. you don't have to even you know interact with those people that are that closed-minded so um I'd rather not have to deal with them in my inbox on a dating app (laughs) and I think like Lewis I've probably only had a few people that have been really closed and like almost quite aggressive about it as well, which is really bizarre to me. Like I, I find I'm like you're getting yourself that worked up. I'm I'm really not that bothered. It's okay. Like you don't need to speak to me. I don't know you. But some people get really like defensive around it, and I haven't even. I haven't even said anything other than I'm vegan,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's yeah. a thing that people seem to think that we're forcing them into something, and as you said, you haven't even maybe started a conversation yet and they just take it as like a personal attack and it's
2: yeah,
0: yeah it's not the case at all do you like there's really obvious things about the benefits of dating a, a fellow vegan such as you know food in the house and and raising your children and things like that. Do you think there are other ones kind of on a deeper level a benefit to date to dating someone? who's also vegan? I would say with
1: that, I guess ethics is a a big deal and where your values are. And it's really hard. But I also feel like as someone who's who's quite empathetic and it's probably the fact that I'm empathetic that's led me to the lifestyle that I'm on now, that is about having empathy and patience for other people as well um, to give them the chance to be able to kind of have that epiphany for themselves, because I just think you can't force it. I wish, you know, I really wish that there was a way to do it, but from my own experience and from what I have experienced going vegan, no one could have made me get to that realization. Only I could have got there. And it was the, the, the power of the positive, open-minded like open vegans I had around me who weren't trying to force anything on, on me at all. It was just, I was like in their lives and in this lifestyle, which was just, I just loved it. So I think that that in my experience, and obviously there is a place for activism and all of those things are really important. But from my experience with personal relationships, I think it's like a leading by example, almost, and just showing people. And sometimes that is is enough and then people have those kind of realizations for themselves and yeah having dated someone who was vegan as much as he was vegan but he was vegan for health and I was vegan for ethics so it's kind of almost even within the world of veganism you've then got that kind of separation whereby you know it for me it was kind of like this this idea of looking at animals and seeing them as conscious beings who experience emotions and you know all of the kind of the sadness that comes with that acceptance and for him it was like no it's just because you know I want to be healthy and actually that the imbalance between us like where we were in terms of like I even my spiritual beliefs like my um how conscious I was how aware I was of things he was nowhere near me so even though we were both vegan we were vegan for such different reasons that it ultimately it really didn't I mean it benefited for exactly the reasons that you said, mm. just the, like the food in the house, going out for dinner, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, in terms of the depth of our relationship, it didn't. It didn't.
0: Yeah, because it's a good thing to have in common, but if it's the only thing you have in common, you know, then that's never gonna work. Just like if that was your only interest was sport or your only, you know, things outside of it. It has to be more than that. What 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 do you think, Lewis? kind of the benefit I mean of dating. from
2: I mean it's interesting to hear that from Clara because from my perspective when I've dated a vegan it's created such a that alignment created such a um, deeper bond I felt and it's such a it, it maybe cemented things a, a bit for me um, I think it veganism in general it's just a, I think it's a good marker for whether you're aligned on you know bigger things other than Just veganism, Um, there's probably politics involved in that, and you know, lots of other things. Um, So yeah, for me, alignment and potentially having that connection um, is for me is a good starting point. So I think that's that's a positive thing. The I want to go back to churn rate though. I think if you've got a vegan partner, you're far less likely to fall off the bandwagon. Um, I've got a friend who actually was vegan, started dating a meat eater. And now she's more flexitarian. so she's fallen off the bandwagon. And I think you know there's probably a lot of stories like that. And um, if they were dating a vegan, they may still be vegan. Mm. So I think there's an argument to be said about um, uh, dating a, a, a vegan can help you stay vegan. Um, another point that I, we haven't kind of discussed yet, which is. Um, that, that kind of first, the first date. I know Gloria was saying you wanted, you mentioned those things early. There's also a bit in the vegan community where some people are afraid to approach that situation. Um, there's a stat which is one in five vegans have broken their diet on a first date because they're too scared to tell their partner. no. I- yeah so it, i mean it can be because it's because it's such a marmite thing i think some people are really scared about it so they would they don't want to initiate that in the first meeting and yeah. i feel like it's a, you have to kind of um you have to feel like you, you know you're almost being brave to like it, it's almost like you're um what's the word like repenting or whatever you know <laughs> you know you've got yeah. like you've got like front up to the situation which maybe you, you don't want to deal with um at that point in time so that's a really interesting stat because i mean maybe that stat includes maybe people who are plant-based who are maybe less ethical vegans i'm not sure but that's that's quite starting one in five one in five
1: yeah i I mean to me that's absolutely Mind-blowing I think it's I think it's because again right at the start of this I was saying that the way that I date has changed due to my age and I think that's also Mm. my acceptance of myself so I know who I am I know what I stand for I know what I believe in and I just I'm not willing to compromise on those things and for me I look at it like if someone would um would make or would judge me for my choices, for being vegan, for whatever the other things are that I've decided in my life. You're not the person for me anyway. I'm not. So <laughs> for me, it's kind of like. But that's. I understand that's because. I'm in a place where I've worked on myself a lot. I feel very comfortable with myself. I love and appreciate myself. I'm happy on my own. And I think that we have to take into consideration that it's not just, you know, the the fact that people are vegan. It might be that people are, you know, going through something or might be feeling particularly insecure or might not have that kind of level of self-confidence or self-belief where they're able to assert themselves in, in different situations. So I think that obviously you know, kind of attributes, I guess, to to that status is, is where people are personally. Because I I just I don't know what, what it would take for me to eat something that wasn't vegan would be I don't know what, what I don't know what could ever do that. I mean, maybe
2: maybe as well there are people who've just transitioned. I yeah. can imagine if you've maybe like a month into being vegan or two months into being vegan, maybe, maybe you're probably more likely to to make an excuse here and there if you fancy someone and don't want to ruin the <laughs>
0: they
2: will you know Mm. but it's definitely
0: interesting I do remember a guy suggesting just kind of going to this like chain steak restaurant um and I was just because I'm pretty sure I still had vegan in my bio and I was just like so horrified but actually when I explained and suggested somewhere else he was totally fine with it so I think there's also some people who just veganism just isn't on their radar or they don't even necessarily understand what being a vegan means and you know there's definitely people who get mixed up between plant-based and vegan as well which is something that we like kind of clarify a lot that it's actually a lifestyle you know it's not a diet and it's not something that we give up overnight and things like that but that's really interesting I mean one in five that's that's crazy <laughs> yes. um what do you think um kind of we it sounds like we all have vegan friends and, and vegan family around us and things like that if you were um if your friend was to come to you and say you know I've met this really nice guy we're on you know I don't know date 10 11 enough that they kind of know that they like the person and they're just uh, they're a non-vegan um what would your advice be to that person if it got to kind of that crossroads
2: if, if there was friction between the two because of those choices.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, when it's at that point where it's kind of, do you want to take it more serious, maybe boyfriend, girlfriend, or, 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 you know, definitely to me, vegan kids was a really important factor. What would you say? Do you kind of say to that person, if you like them enough, just try and convert them? Or do we have to also be open-minded to the fact that not everyone's going to, to transition?
2: I, th- I think I think we have to be open-minded. that Not everyone's going to transition yet, anyway. I think I think veganism will become mainstream in the next you know, least least decade. But um, I think I think it's kind of harsh to say if, you know if someone uh, is into someone and they're compatible, that you know maybe you should reconsider based on their their food habits. I think that's that's maybe a bit harsh. But I would say from my own um, experience that. I've had the most success in converting, or the people around me becoming vegan, when I became less um, intense about it, Um, and I just, you know, was myself. But I I always, you know, if people asked me, I would explain uh, about veganism. But just by leading and being like a a good role model, or being aspirational, Mm -hmm. and showing. Uh, so someone in a new way. It also helps to be good at cooking as well,
1: <laughs> cooking, whip, whip
2: up something. But um, that's how I've had most success. Most of my friends um, are vegan or plant-based now. The same friends that were judging me back back then, and even my family. So my dad's now vegan. My little brother and his girlfriend are now vegan. My older brother has still is completely oblivious like send, sending pictures of Turkey on WhatsApp group and stuff like that ah. and all that kind of stuff. But the rest of my family have, have really converted and they understand it more. Um, so I think, yeah, the biggest changes happen when I, when I stopped protesting at, at Christmas dinner, with and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> and I just relaxed a little bit. Um, but not to say that the other, the other strategy doesn't work. I think, you know, I think everyone's different. Some people respond to different, to different methods, I know the person I transitioned with, um, she became vegan. I mean, there's a there's a vegan YouTuber called Durian Ryder, and he's quite a, an old vegan YouTuber, but he's quite combative, combative. And that kind of tone really spoke to her. So I wouldn't say, um, you know, there's one rule to, like, yeah. try and convert as many people as possible, but I've seen that's been um, the most effective way in my experience. Uh, But yeah, I can't remember what I was talking about now. I just went went
1: off on one. No, that makes sense. I was going to say, you were talking about if people have got to that point where they want to get into a relationship with someone who isn't yet vegan. That's the way that I would phrase it. And I think, Lewis, what you're saying is exactly right, that everyone responds to different approaches. Everyone can have different approaches. The reason I think that I have settled on the approach that I have, which is similar to Lewis's, is because I try and do what... Um, what feels better for me My, my belief is as someone who's spiritual that essentially how I feel is creating energy which is creating what I experience and so I feel like the better I feel, the more positivity there is or the the better the the energy is in terms of like the whole consciousness. That's it in a nutshell, Um, which some people might be like, that's woo-woo rubbish or whatever. But that's kind of the way that I would, you know, that I choose to do things. Don't get me wrong. There have been times where I've got into heated discussions with people and I will pull out facts, especially I think if people are kind of being a bit annoying or they're saying things that are just silly or they're offending me a little bit then that's when I kind of draw for that side of things just so that I can shut people up. Um, But yeah, I think there's a place for all of that stuff and it can be incredibly important and it can be one of those videos that just changes someone's whole perspective That because it, they could be the person on the other side of the argument who has all of those thoughts and all of those beliefs. And then for the first time, they're hearing a response to all of them. And so I think that can really change things when it comes to getting into a relationship with somebody. If you're on, you know, like eight or nine or 10 dates with someone, I think by that point, you kind of know how, and i sorry to keep bringing this up, but open-minded they are. Like, what Mm. are they, you know, have they been to a vegan restaurant with you? Have you been able to have discussions with them about the things that are really important to you? Do you even know the things that are really important to you? Like I've said, my two non-negotiables And I know that I know those non-negotiables. So I would always bring those up because if someone's going to get really um, defensive against those or I would never live like that, or then I know that it's just not going to work. And like Lewis said about the friction, there's going to be continued friction because it's going to come up, you know, every time we talk about this or every time we talk about that, then there's going to be this kind of, you know, and that's not a nice situation to be in. So I guess it's like, how do they make you feel about Mm. your choices and how have they started to open up to like your choices? And like I think everyone said, for some people it's simply not and never been on their radar. So I'm sure that if I look at my life, I'd heard about veganism and vegan, certainly up to the time that I went vegan a lot more, than you know than ever before and then i was able to read things i was able to watch videos because it was something that came into my life so i wanted to explore it more but for a lot of people it's just never been so you can be their first kind of interaction with someone who is actually vegan and it could take them time and like lewis said i think you have to be willing to kind of accept the fact that they it might not happen but there's also a huge chance that it might so i think it's that's a choice that you have to make about where the two of you are and what your experience has been and how they've responded to things so far. But I think, yeah, that just to say for some people, it would be non-negotiable. They would have to date someone who's vegan. I understand that. Whereas for other people, you know, dating someone who isn't yet vegan or who might not be vegan is also an option. Yeah.
2: Would you would you kiss someone off if they a bacon sandwich like that?
1: With tons. Tom, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that is one of the things that comes up all the time. is like kissing someone after they've eaten something that's not vegan. Or cheese, okay. cheesy, like a smelly or, cheese. I, yeah, don't know, I, exactly. I, I, I
0: couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because we asked people just for some comments um, to get involved in the podcast. Um, David on Facebook said, personally, I can't do it. Um, date a date a non-vegan. Um, he said, "I can hardly stand to be in the same room as non-vegans, let alone date one." Um, and Jenny said, "If someone is that uncompassionate to other species, to support animal cruelty, are they really a nice person? What other morals and ethics are lacking?" Um, and there was one as well um, from Diva on Twitter, um, and. Uh, Clara, with your experience, I thought this was this was one for you. Um, when I first became plant based and vegan, I thought I'd be OK with it. But I realised that I can't. It would bother me tremendously. And that's not fair to me or the other person if they're not willing to change. So I choose to be single instead of settling. And I think that's really important. Because you wouldn't settle for any other kind of non-negotiables if that person was controlling or, you know, not very generous or whatever it is that you kind of put on your list of of things you look for. Then if you're happy being single and vegan, then like more power to you. And I think that's that's quite important because I think particularly the pandemic, I've got friends who have just found it impossible to. Well, they haven't been able to go and meet people. And sometimes with apps, you find you just chat for ages and ages and it just doesn't go anywhere And so do you think there's kind of power in being completely content in who you are as a vegan and and not settling for for a non-vegan if they're the only option?
1: I mean, I think that settling for anybody, if they feel like the only option is a terrible idea. You know, I think that's just not how relationships should be ever. And I think that from my perspective, I feel we are taught that Being in a relationship is the norm, and if you're not in a relationship, then you know you've got to quickly get in one because being single is, you know, it's a bad thing, and you don't want to be single, especially when you're in your thirties and you're single. Even more so if you're a woman, it's like, (gasps) oh dear, terrible. You know, you should be married by now. You should have achieved this. You should have done that. You should have done that. You should have done that. Um, and so I that's something that I've worked on a lot getting to a place where I am being happy single and I think that that's the best place to meet somebody from because you can make decisions you have a choice from that place there is no um like desperation there is no need it becomes I would like to have this but if I don't I'm fine like whether I do or whether I don't I'm equally fine um and (laughs) I I can I completely kind of Understand what people are saying In the comments that you mentioned But I feel like For me I don't have um, That kind of I guess Like Anger Towards people who haven't Because that was me It was me seven years ago And that's not that long ago. And it wasn't because I was a horrible person and it wasn't because I didn't have empathy and it wasn't because I lacked compassion and it wasn't because I didn't care. I just, I just hadn't awoken to what my actions meant. I just hadn't had that moment. And so I feel like, and, and, Honestly, it wasn't by choice either. It wasn't like I, you know, I went and I did loads of work on myself because I really wanted to be vegan. It wasn't like that. It just happened to me. And it happened because of a series of circumstances. And it happened because of the people I was around and it happened because of connection. And that's why I think I have the stance that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, like listening to Lewis and hearing Lewis talk about the fact that all of, look at all the people around him that now are vegan, that have now changed their whole entire lifestyle. And he's the catalyst for all of that. And I feel like if we only stay in our bubble, then, you know... <sighs> a, we limit ourselves in terms of the people that we're going to meet and the influences that they could have on our lives. And also we limit ourselves to the influence that we can have on the other Mm -hmm. people around us. Um, and that's how I've come to my conclusion. And that's not to say that anybody else shouldn't be where they are thinking what they're thinking, feeling what they're feeling. I have vegan friends who would never date someone who isn't vegan. I have vegan friends who are married to people who still aren't vegan. So, you know, we have to remember sometimes people go vegan while they're married to someone who isn't uh-huh. vegan. What do they do? Divorce them, split up their whole entire family, you know, when everything else is okay or good in the relationship or great in the relationship. I think there is this, there is, there's a perfect world. And in my experience, a perfect world does not exist. Uh-huh. And there's an ideology. And in my world, that perfect ideology doesn't exist. And yeah, I just feel like maybe it's my life experience, like, my mom losing my mom losing my sister like all of the things that i've been through that have made me who i am but that's just where my head is at like yeah i would not be a vegan if it were, I don't think if it wasn't for those people that i've met yeah um, and i think that's an important point to to remember
0: yeah we did have a comment from um someone called Emma on twitter who actually just as you described she went from vegan to um from vegetarian to vegan after meeting her partner um he hasn't necessarily transitioned over but um he was more than happy to kind of cut things like meat and cheese um from every meal he doesn't they don't have meat or dairy products in the house and his children are vegan um and you know that's someone he met afterwards and there was also renee on twitter who said you know the heart wants what the heart wants and if the love is real and it's a two-way street i think anything can be figured out which is kind of what we've all kind of touched on
2: i agree I, i do want to add my two cents to that last to the the answer that Clara just answered about not settling I think obviously you should never settle for for, for anyone and uh, if you don't feel like dating and should definitely feel happy being single um, I didn't I didn't date for almost a year after my relationship ended um, and I needed that time I think you know perhaps you know people people go through phases where they feel like they don't want to be social and whatever but I think the most important thing whether you're um, looking for love or whether you just feel like you know um, there are stats that say that going vegan or vegetarian can actually increase your rate of depression because you feel disconnected with your social circle i think it's so important for vegans to meet the community that's around them meet your local uh, like meetup groups activism groups um, try and find friends that are nearby. it will help you so much with um not only you know um, getting involved with activism but just making it more fun and through those connections you don't know what can happen meeting people is so magical that little spark you can connect people together they might introduce you to someone they might have a friend who's single and vegan and all of a sudden you just opened a few doors and things have changed and so i think um trying to be as social as possible is the most important so if you're feeling you know defeated that like you can't find anywhere around you try and just um, put yourselves in those situations where you have the chance to meet people that are like-minded and, and see what happens.
0: And hopefully lots more vegan baby showers as well.
2: <laughs> and, uh, weddings, where, exactly.
0: <laughs> and weddings. And weddings. <laughs> um, where can people find out more about Grazer?
2: Um, so you can find us on the App Store with both on Android and iOS. Um, you can also find us at grazerapp.com. And you actually you'll see at the moment we're running a crowdfunding campaign, an equity crowdfunding campaign. So um, We're asking the community if they want to um, invest in Grazer and actually own part of Grazer. Um, So, yeah, we're really excited about these next few months. We're going to take Grazer to a new level. So um, if you're interested in that, yeah, grazerapp.com or on both platforms.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you both so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Lewis Foster, CEO and founder of Grazer. You can find and download Grazer on the App Store and Google Play. And Clara, self-love and confidence coach and BBC Radio 1 presenter. Thank you both so much for joining me and thank you so much for listening. The Vegan Pod will be back with another episode soon. To join in the conversation, make sure you're following us on Twitter at The Vegan Society or on Instagram at The Original Vegan Society.